I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit. Oddment. Lover. Tweak. Podcast 9 and 3 quarters. Topic of the week is, did Harry really have to be raised by the Dursleys? Hi everybody, I'm Jem, and today I'll be arguing that yes, Harry did really have to be raised by the Dursleys. And I'm Rhea, and this week I'm arguing against child abuse. Oh, are we <laughs> going to start with that, are we? Yes. <laughs> okay, well now I look like an asshole. <laughs> Some of these arguments that I have today are asshole arguments, so. <laughs> Questionable. Questionable at best. <laughs> so I'm going to just begin with stating the obvious here. The most primary and airtight reason as to why, yes, Harry did have to be raised by the Dursleys is because of the Love Shield. The Love Shield, or it's been called like the self-sacrifice charm, is it's not really got an official name. But basically what happened when Lily Potter sacrificed herself for Harry by throwing herself in front of Voldemort's curse and dying in Harry's place, she placed a powerful protective ancient magical charm on Harry's blood. And because of the bond of blood, this charm based upon Lily's blood and the only living relative that she had was Petunia and Dudley, I suppose, would protect Harry until he reaches maturity. But this charm is, is very like finicky. It only works when Harry spends time with Petunia and it needs to work where Petunia willingly accepts Harry into her household. And if she doesn't do that, then the spell will not take effect. And if Harry were to leave the house prematurely or to move out, or when he turns 17, the charm wears off. So that's my reason. And that's the reason it's offered by the books. Yes. And yeah, it's basically one of two reasons for why Harry has to live with the Dursleys. We'll get into the other one later. Basically, that's the reason for, and there's a lot of good reasons against. When you think about it critically for more than a second, it's just, it's clearly bullshit. Okay, the whole yeah, thing falls I, apart. I can see what you mean there, but it doesn't fall apart <laughs> because <laughs> it's completely airtight because this is the only 100% assurance that from the age of baby Harry, I forgot, one years old, from the age of one years old <laughs> to 17, Harry is safe from Voldemort. That is the only 100% assurance. Okay, but how about this? If Harry is 100% safe in an abusive household and 90% safe in a loving and supportive household, where should he go? Clearly (laughs) to the second household. I mean, yes, logic would dictate that. (laughs) However, (laughs) Voldemort is so 
fucking powerful. We've covered this before. Mm-hmm. I've had my rant about why Voldemort's powerful. <laughs> yeah. And so see episode because, one. <laughs> you can see why Dumbledore chose this method. Because Voldemort's power is unchallenged except by Dumbledore himself. So mm-hmm. it's the only pure safety measure in terms of Harry's immediate safety being him being alive. So would you rather have an alive Harry or a Harry that's sure not been abused but dead? <laughs> I and, ha- and Dumbledore <laughs> needs Harry Dumbledore needs Harry alive because oh. neither shall live or the What? Oh, I've got problems with Dumbledore needs Harry alive. We'll get into my opinions on Dumbledore <laughs> in a moment. Oh, as will I. <laughs> I would like to challenge the idea that Harry is safe at the Dursleys because yeah. hit me with it. I feel like that depends on how you define safety. Yeah. He's safe from external threats at the Dursleys, but he's not safe from the Dursleys themselves. Yeah. The Dursleys do untold damage to Harry. I Absolutely. guarantee you he never felt safe when he was in that house and the psychological damage done to him being raised by them. It's not worth the protection that, comes with Petunia's blood. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard of the uh, priority of needs? Are you talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yeah, sorry, I forgot the wording for it, but you pulled me back <laughs> in. So yeah, Maslow's hierarchy <laughs> yes, of needs. Yes, I am familiar with it. <laughs> okay. In global development studies, when you look at what is like core to a person's human rights, the one thing that they need more than anything else, more than before they can get food or shelter, education, more than they can get uh, psychological empowerment or self-empowerment, the one thing that they need, security. And mm-hmm. security from Voldemort <laughs> is Harry's priority. So before he can have anything else, he needs that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. I know. I hate myself for saying it. <laughs> oh, how the turntable. <laughs> <laughs> I hated myself in the first episode. I like that I get to argue for what I believe in this time. It feels much better. Yeah, yeah I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Security from Voldemort. Hmm. All right. Let's get into why is it important that Harry is secure from Voldemort? <laughs> seems kind of obvious, doesn't it? It does seem kind of <laughs> obvious, except... When Harry is originally brought to the Dursleys, Voldemort's dead. He's gone. Coddle swap, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, do you have the book open in front of you? No, I just read that yesterday. Okay. I started rereading the series again. (laughs) Oh, god, I love it when people have time to read Harry Potter instead of having to focus everything on school. (laughs) Uh I'm in my holidays, guys. I do go to school. I'm real mad. (laughs) I'm trying to suppress my anger because I know that I'm not really arguing with someone who thinks what she's saying. (laughs) Okay. Dumbledore is the person who believes that Voldemort is the one who's going to come back. Mm -hmm. Dumbledore places Harry with the Dursleys so that when Voldemort inevitably does return, Harry will be safe. Here's the question. Why is Dumbledore in charge of where Harry's raised? How did that become his decision? Okay. Well, Dumbledore is a very powerful wizard. Harry has no other living relatives. Dumbledore will be the headmaster of Hogwarts, which Harry will one day attend, so therefore has quite an authoritative position over Harry's livelihood. What? So, okay, if I have a kid and die, the principal of the nearest school (laughs) gets to decide where he lives. 
Does the Wizarding World not have, like, a Department of Childcare Services? Was the fucking I Ministry mean, of Magic not involved, considering this is okay, a war? Okay, would you, would you really want Cornelius Fudge, Minister for fucking Magic, that idiot in charge of relocating Harry after his parents have been killed? I would not want him. I think- I also wouldn't want Dumbledore's- him, But he Dumbledore wasn't the Minister is- of Magic at the time. Dumbledore is also part of the International Confederation of Wizards. What's to say that it's not their ruling as well as Dumbledore's that Harry be placed on the, under the protection of the love spell and the blood magic? Hmm. And also, Dumbledore is the only wizard that was a match to Voldemort and able to understand Voldemort in ways that people couldn't understand, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Yeah, we don't know exactly what role he played in the war. Maybe. Well, we know that he was the head of the Order of the Phoenix. That might simply be the reason why he chose. Hmm. Anyway, I propose that Dumbledore took action on placing Harry with the Dursleys because he has an agenda. Of course. You hinted at this yourself earlier. (laughs) That's the real reason. That's the real reason. (laughs) The real reason why Dumbledore didn't want Harry to be part of a wizarding family is because Dumbledore cared less about Harry as a person and more about Harry as a tool for defeating Voldemort. Yes, and I think that there's there's several layers to that that you have to think about, not just about how Dumbledore views Harry, but how Dumbledore views himself and how Dumbledore viewed Tom Riddle and how Dumbledore viewed ha- views Harry. And how Dumbledore and views Grindelwald and how Dumbledore views Wizarding Society and ethics, and there's lots to unpack yeah. in why Dumbledore makes the decisions that he does. Uh, yes. But I'm going to ignore all that, just sweep it to the side and be like, Dumbledore's a fuckhead, and that was a really mean thing to do. <laughs> it was mean, and there are several reasons why he did it, though. Yeah. I can't even bring myself, like, even though I'm playing this role, I can't even bring myself to say that those reasons justify what he did, <laughs> but I'm still saying there are reasons why he did there it. There are reasons. And those reasons are logical. They're logical, they're stupid, but they're logical. I'll unpack the reasons. <laughs> the reasons he needs to be kept safe from Voldemort. This is the big other second reason which we were hinting at earlier. Dumbledore says something in the first book along the lines of, we shouldn't place him with other wizards because he'll be famous before he can comprehend what he's famous for. Famous Harry Potter. Mm. Mm. So the idea is he needs to be kept amongst muggles, kept in anonymity, so that he retains modesty, I guess, so he doesn't get a big head. Yeah. Maybe Dumbledore was thinking of James Potter. Yeah. James when he was younger. Oh, counter to that, James grew to be an exemplary young man. He was head boy. Exactly. He's the Order of the Phoenix. It's not but, a tragedy if Harry had a big head when he was younger. But Harry also has parts of Voldemort in him. No, Dumbledore doesn't know that. I think he would suspect that. Look at the similarities, though. When Harry was an infant. Okay. <laughs> when he was one yes, year old. Just- Well, they both are ugly as babies. No, no, Harry was a cute baby. Okay, um, anyway, my actual point here is that, think about it, you're Dumbledore, okay? You just raged this huge war war against Voldemort, which went for like 11 11 years, I believe. Such a long time. 11-year war, and then at the end of this war, Voldemort is, air quotes, defeated, Mm -hmm. and Dumbledore's like, look, Voldemort's not gone. Like, that... That was some complex magic there. He mightn't have wrapped his head around it completely to understand what happened, but he's like, Voldemort's not gone, and this child is very, very important, mm-hmm. because something fucked up, and like this child is there's something very weird about this kid. 
And also, this child has now become an orphan. You know who else was an orphan? Tom Riddle. And so <laughs> you, ha- you have to be careful about this child who was made an orphan by Tom Riddle. And so you have to think, what kind of, what kind of person could this child grow up to be? You have to be careful. <laughs> you have to curate the person this child becomes. Yes. And I think that's exactly what he was thinking. And that's exactly what he did. Yes. What I think he was thinking is that it's important that this child grows up to be a good person. And the way that I influence mm-hmm. that is that I keep this child vulnerable and I keep this child separate from support networks. If Harry had two parents who loved him, siblings who were there to enforce societal norms upon him, he would not have latched onto Dumbledore as a figure of authority as strongly as he did when he eventually attended Hogwarts. Dumbledore wants it to be possible for him to manipulate Harry into becoming the chosen one. Because, as he said, he's heard the prophecy. Either must die at the hands of the other, blah, 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 blah. He knows if Voldemort comes back, this baby is the one who's going to have to eventually defeat him. Yeah, and it worked, didn't it? I'm saying that those motivations are just evil because they don't prioritize the welfare of Harry. They prioritize the welfare of the Wizarding World, and I don't care about that. I care about Harry being with people who love him and who will take care of him properly. Okay, well, maybe you're not a utilitarian then. Maybe not, but, but I think it's Dumbledore for Harry to defeat Voldemort and still have a good childhood. I don't think those two are mutually ex- exclusive, as Dumbledore seems to. Okay, but look at it from the perspective of Dumbledore. He's war-weary, 11 years. He's like, I've got to make a solid plan that cannot backfire. So I've got to make sure, one, that this kid has his security, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Check. <laughs> with that, um, he's with Petunia. And that's good enough. Check. That's the rest. Good. Don't need anything else. But also consider this. So he knows how Grindelwald, t- Grindelwald, sorry, to pronounce it correctly. Oh, he knows how Grindelwald turn out. Grindelwald. <laughs> no, suck my dick. It's Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been pronouncing Voldemort correctly, yeah. so might as well just go <laughs> Fuck off. Um, it's French. Okay, whatever. Just because you can't speak uh, French. Yeah. Anyway, speaking French. Uh, oui, je parle un peu français. Not speaking French. I don't care. <laughs> okay, he knows how Grindelwald t- turned out. He knows how Tom Riddle turned out into Voldemort. He wants to make sure that this powerful child, who was able to deflect magic from the most powerful dark wizard of all time, turns out good. And to do that, he puts him in a Muggle family because he needs exposure to the Muggle world. Because Grindelwald and Tom's hatred of Muggles was what made them so evil as well as them being powerful. And that was that that was part of their whole agenda for world domination. So he needs to make sure that Harry's exposed to muggles and he can't just put Harry with a regular muggle family because I'll never understand him. He needs to go with his family, even if it well, is the Dursleys. It's pointless putting him with a regular muggle family because that doesn't have Virginia's yeah, blood. it won't work. Oh, okay. All of this argument seems to hinge on, first of all, whether you love Harry, but second of all, how safe he is with the Dursleys. We are told that he is 100% safe with the Dursleys. It's the only way to keep him safe. Blah, 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 blah. Safety, safety, safety. So let's talk about how effective the protection offered by the Dursleys actually is. Leaving aside their behavior, Uh let's look at number four, Privet Drive as a safe house for Harry. So when is Harry safe at Privet Drive in the series? When do we see that happen? Okay, I suppose... 
from years one to eleven, like besides the abuse from the the, the clear neglect yeah. and child abuse, Harry was not interfered with by any Death Eaters or Voldemort. He, he mm-hmm. had nightmares. He's a victim of trauma, so that's perfectly natural. But no, he was not interfered with any Death Eaters. Yeah. Then we it's get not, to just before I we think move on. About- it's not clear if that is because he is safe if he's because of the protection or if because no death eaters knew where he yeah, was yeah right okay all right so yeah um and also death eaters yeah. weren't as active then so yeah that's a confusing between yeah. correlation no if he's okay. kept safe because um, of the magic or if he was just safe during that period i would argue for the latter okay so then we get to after the end of fourth year when voldemort turns okay so yeah harry is attacked by mm-hmm. dementors given that isn't Voldemort's doing, that's yep. Dolores Umbridge's doing. Also, Harry is out of his yes, home when that happens. He's being <laughs> a rebellious teenager, we've all done it. We all tend to walk around being mopey, but you know, if he had have been in his home, those Dementors would not have been able to get in and <laughs> and affect him. Okay. So <laughs> first of all, the fact that he's attacked by the Dementors, how safe is he really? If he leaves the house <laughs> He's just as vulnerable as if he were anywhere else in the world. I mean, did you see what he was wearing? He was just asking to be attacked by Dementors. <laughs> he shouldn't have been out at that time. What was he yeah, thinking? He clearly wanted it. Fuck. Let's, let's not go down this road anymore. Oh my okay. god, I hate this. <laughs> so, Harry is attacked by Dementors in the fifth book. The protection offered by the Dursley's house does not come into play during that interaction. Harry straight up would have died mm-hmm. if he did not know the Patronus charm and was not able to defend himself. Yeah, uh, Miss Fig, Miss Fig was there. She might have called for help. help. Okay, you know what would have been more effective if Harry was living in a magical community where there were actual wizards and witches around who could <laughs> help him instead of fucking useless muggles and squibs. <laughs> oh, I'm making some controversial oh, statements. Wow, wow! Like maybe I'm supporting child abuse in this argument, but at least I'm not racist to muggles and squibs. I don't think it's racist to say that muggles and squibs are useless against dementors. They can't even see them. That's a fairly fair <laughs> statement. Okay, fine. Continue. So in the sixth book, the war is on. Everyone knows Voldemort's out and about. There's dark wizards, there's Death Eaters are free from Azkaban. So it would seem this is the ideal time to put Harry in number four Privet Drive, keep him safe, use that love magic to protect him. Except, no, that doesn't happen. Harry is sent from okay. Hogwarts to the Dursley's house. He spends from memory a week there and then gets a letter from Dumbledore saying, pack your shit, Before- we're moving you to a more secure yeah. location. <laughs> Harry, he's yeah, not that's even right. there. <laughs> Dumbledore doesn't follow his own plan. But that was just because Dumbledore was grooming him for, like, finding all the Horcruxes. I know, I just saw your face then. That's such yeah. a gross way to describe it. Uh, I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's not like, oh, whoa. Oh, oh no. No, no I'm keeping it. I want everyone um, to know what you think. <laughs> I don't think that. Okay, well, Dumbledore <laughs> was preparing Harry for you know, getting Slughorn and finding all those Horcruxes, and I think that he had to put him in the Order of the Phoenix to, like, get him in the, in the zone, you know? And <laughs> Which fits into my argument. He doesn't need to be with the Dursleys at all. He could be with the Order of the Phoenix. No, because they can't... They, okay, can't, protect- they can't protect him as well as the Which is as why he's magic. with them. 
if they can't protect him as well, then why is Harry staying with them? Why isn't he staying with the Dursleys? Oh, because Dumbledore didn't think about that, did he? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. As soon as you start thinking critically about it, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on. Okay, fine. Seventh What's book. next point? It, the protection <laughs> offered by the Dursleys' house definitely comes into play in the seventh book, in the chapter with the seven potters. I will accept that. Hands yeah. down, that happens. Except... By that point, yeah. what's the point, really? The problem there is that he's put into the safe place of the Dursley's house, and then they're like, oh shit, that magic's going to run out, and then he won't be safe, and then Voldemort's going to swoop in and get him. If he wasn't at that house, that wouldn't be a problem. Maybe it's also a matter of protecting the Dursleys, too. Like, you know, if you have Harry at the target, mm. which is the Dursley house, and then you remove him from the house, it's like, okay, let's follow Harry rather than let's, yeah, let's attack the Dursleys. The are already house. outside of the you know house I mean? by that point. They drive away earlier with two wizards. Yeah, okay. Where do they, they go, where do they to go to a safe house? Them- we assume. We don't really know what happens to them. Can you imagine the Dursleys are wizarding safe house? Biggle, I don't remember the second person they're with. Another witch. <laughs> I, I've actually oh read fan God. fiction of the year they spend <laughs> together and it's an incredible time. Of course. Uh, of course, read if something exists <laughs> in Harry Potter, I've read fanfiction about it. So, how effective okay. is the protection that the Dursleys offer Harry? Did I it? Mean, or alive, did a various array of other things keep him alive? A various array of other things in conjunction with the I love think shield? It's quite clear. <laughs> yes. That it doesn't. Okay. So, let's track back to the third book. This is my main argument. This is, I think, the moment for me when I started to realise it's bullshit. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. A known murderer and dark wizard with a vendetta against Harry Potter specifically is on the loose. Harry leaves the Dursley's house, and then when he's found by the Minister for Magic, no less, where is he sent that is safe enough for him to stay? Diagon Alley. <laughs> the Leaky Cauldron. So, not back to the Dursleys. Apparently, Cornelius Fudge is not an expert on everything, but he thinks the best way to protect Harry from the escaped criminal, one of the most dangerous Death Eaters ever, with powers unknown, the safest thing to do with Harry is just leave him in the middle of a wizarding community and just trust in the general magic of everyone around him to keep him safe. Harry doesn't even know he's in danger at that point. I doubt Cornelius Fudge was trusting in just the general magic of the community. I think Harry was surveilled 24-7 while he was at that leaky cauldron by ministry officials, Auras or Order of the Phoenix. Possibly. I don't the Order of the Phoenix was not a thing at that point. Okay, well, maybe like the remnants of the Order of the Phoenix be like, I volunteer to do this. Remember that guy who sold them ice cream? Um, Flor- Florian Fortescue yeah, exactly. or Fortes, I can't remember what his name is. Florian, right. Florian, Florian. Um, side note, one yeah. of his ancestors was a headmaster at Hogwarts. The one oh, of the Fortescue family was a headmaster. Cool. And he has a portrait in Dumbledore's office. Assuming so, yeah, that easy his ancestor's descendant has a portrait of that same headmaster in his ice cream shop, it would be possible for Harry to be monitored that way. I mean, maybe not in the shop, but like stacked <laughs> in the ice cream like- shop. <laughs> You know what the wizard aesthetic is? They have fucking portraits and photos of all their family members and they communicate with yeah. them because death is an death illusion in the Harry Potter, Potter world. world. An interesting but anyway. Thing to <laughs> That's a whole other kettle so, of fish. We have multiple examples okay. of times when Harry was genuinely in danger from a known threat. And every time, Harry was removed from the Dursley's house. So 
how safe is he there, really? If the people who are trusted with protecting him don't even use it in the way that it's intended to be used. I can see in your face that you know I'm right. Okay. Can I offer some counter-arguments? First of all, there's a reason, like, mm. I've, I've gone a bit over that. the famous Harry Potter thing, but I'd just like to emphasize again, no ordinary wizarding family could have taken in Harry Potter because he would always be seen as the boy who lived. I mean, think about people who were, like, fainting and bowing on the street just by seeing Harry in public. He wouldn't be able to be taken seriously, even by even if it was the Weasleys, because the Weasleys already have enough kids, they've got enough problems, and then Harry would be prioritised as extra other thing. The animosity between Ron and Harry would grow because Ron's already jealous of his brothers, and then ha- Harry yeah, is yeah. his brother. Ron and Harry yeah, would I be friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, Harry couldn't be taken in by Dumbledore either, and that's the only reason for that is because of Dumbledore himself. And Dumbledore's thing is that Dumbledore... <laughs> breaks everything he touches. He's so afraid. I know, he's so afraid to love because the last Mm. time that he did love, he killed his sister. So he is so self-conscious. And that's why when he starts to actually develop affection and feelings about Harry and this boy that he's grown to care about, he pushes him away and he's like distanced himself. And not just because of the Voldemort connection, but because he himself is so self-conscious about his own um, Yeah sort of love and how he loves people and jk's pointed this out herself too she's she's often said like if, if you've ever watched the interview it's like an hour long between jk and daniel Radcliffe i think i have it was years ago movie remember. came out jk says um that dumbledore she's always pictured as very powerful wise and very lonely i just and realized that's why something about dumbledore this is a slight tangent um when you said dumbledore is afraid to love because he breaks everything he touches yeah. i just realized dumbledore's pet cannot possibly die <laughs> I wonder if that's... Yeah. Exactly. Like, he literally got... In terms of the wizarding world, he got himself a pet rock. Like, he can't die. Because I was just thinking, I kill every plant or fish I ever try to raise. I'm better with cats and dogs and things, although all of ours have also died. But I'm like, oh, if I was Dumbledore, wow, that phoenix is looking pretty damn good. Nothing I can do will break its loyalty to me, and nothing I can do will kill it. Okay, this is where I, my argument gets 100% right, high dodgy. Harry had to be kept with the Dursleys because Dumbledore knew that Harry would struggle. Mm-hmm. And he said this, he knew he would struggle throughout his life. And so putting Harry through all that shit and all oh, that abuse dodgy. was a first <laughs> test. I know. And think about it. I argue that if Harry hadn't grown up with the Dursleys, he wouldn't be a seeker. <laughs> Because oh, Harry had to oh, run. Oh, <laughs> he had to be fast. Remember when Dudley's favourite game was Harry hunting? And that, that time where Harry was like trying to dive behind the bins at the school kitchens but ended up on the roof and he thought <laughs> he thought that he the wind had caught him mid jump. What a fucking dipshit. I love Harry, but <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Harry learned to be quick and and like fast. Harry learned to be thing. quick and Harry fast. Harry learned to be yep. quick. <laughs> he got me, he did. And so I don't think he would have been a seeker if okay. he well, hadn't grown up um, with the Dursleys. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Primarily, I don't think Harry's role as a seeker is important enough to justify child abuse. Second of all, <laughs> I can see you just crying. Second of all, I think that the main reason that Harry became a seeker is because of the inherited talent he got from his father. James managed to be a seeker. How does that work? 
Okay, I inherited my need for glasses from dad. That's that's a that's, that's a biological thing. That's not a talent. <laughs> okay, um, I inherited my love of reading from mum. No, right, that's, right, that's nature versus nurture. That's nurture. We, we grew up around books. Our parents read to us since we were young. <laughs> yeah, Harry had, had no books or love when growing up. Although, actually, I'm about to refute my own argument here. Actually, Sirius oh. did buy baby Harry that broomstick when when they both lived in when they lived in Godric's Hollow. So, yes, okay, he did have some exposure to Quidditch at the feeble <laughs> young age, age of one. Of zero and one. <laughs> and let me just say, I also want to say that if Harry hadn't grown up with the Dursleys, he wouldn't be friends with Ron. Because think about it: when Harry arrives at Platform Nine and Three Quarters, he's alone, and he hears Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> And he goes over to her and, and that's how he meets Ron. And also, he thinks Ron's brilliant, even though Ron's a bit poor. <laughs> I hate to sound I mean, elitist. Even but, though Ron's um, poor. He thinks Ron's brilliant because... <laughs> <laughs> because Harry is, has only ever known the Muggle world and Ron is like this infinite source of knowledge. And Ron has all these brothers. Ron is the complete opposite of everything Harry was growing up. He had love, he had family, he had magic. And Harry had none of that. So that's why Ron okay. is his best and first oh, friend. Quick counter to that. Um, first of all, again, when deciding whether or not to place a child in an abusive home, potential future friendships, not a factor. <laughs> and I agree that the reason the story of Harry Potter goes the way it does <laughs> is because of several factors, including his childhood as a primary one. But that's a yeah. meta thing. It all comes back to that. We can't say, oh, well, it wouldn't have gone that way if it hadn't gone this way. I don't care about how things progressed. I care about what's the best place for Harry to grow up. And again, you just said all this stuff. <sighs> Ron has everything Harry doesn't. He's got love. He's got family. He's got brothers. He's got blah, 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 blah. You know what Ron grew up to be? A fine man who stood against Voldemort multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, well, Harry didn't have any of that, and he still grew up to be a fine man who stood That's up against Voldemort. What the fuck point are times. you making? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> that you, Harry could have had making? a family and could have had love and still grown up to be the chosen one who defeated Voldemort. Because Ron had everything that Harry didn't have, and he still grew up to be someone who joined the fight against Voldemort, who destroyed a Horcrux, who stood up against Death Eaters. Harry didn't need to be abused in order to be the person that he needed to be. Okay, well, I'm out of arguments because I hated <laughs> arguing for this side and my arguments are weak. Um, so I've what got else have you got? I've got a whole big section on all the abuse that Harry f faces with the Dursleys, like just a big list of it. We know this. He got chased up a tree by yeah. a dog and was up there till past midnight. Holy shit, the abuse. Whoa. Let me just say, though, if yes, Harry were not to grow up with the, the other thing that I've got here, he grow up with? I've got two options. I've got alternative arrangements that could have been made, and I've got other guardians for Harry. Assuming, which I do not assume, but assuming that it is absolutely essential that Harry needs the protection offered by the Dursley's home, what if instead of leaving a letter and an infant on Petunia's doorstep, Dumbledore had knocked on the door, woken up Petunia, and had a conversation with her? And that conversation went something along the lines of, um, real sorry, your sister's dead, blah, 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 we'll skip over that part. Lily died saving her son. Yeah. It was her last action. Lily's dying wish was to protect her son. <sighs> yeah, that's rough. However, he's still in danger. Dark wizards may come and try and hurt him now and in mm -hmm. the future. So 
I know you didn't get along with your sister, but yeah. I need you to do one thing for her to protect her son. That is, he needs to stay here for at least a week, once a year, every year until he turns 17. And should the day ever come that he is in genuine danger and there is a threat against him, he needs to come and stay with you. Wouldn't work. Because he needs to be permanently residing at the house of the, what should I call it, the beneficiary. Why? That's not the, how it works in the, the sitcom. Book. I looked it up on Harry Potter wiki. It says that he needs he needs to spend time with her. Mm -hmm. Petunia willingly must take Harry into the house, sealing the bond. It breaks automatically when the saved person, Harry, moves out. So uh -huh. if he is not permanently living in that house, I assume okay. he's moved out. But then how does it work because at Hogwarts? Because he lives at Hogwarts for the vast majority of the year. Yeah, it doesn't work at Hogwarts. That's the point. This is how to keep Harry safe over the holidays. Mm -hmm. When he's at Hogwarts, he has to go to Hogwarts. He has to learn magic. And he's just, the protection of the castle and of yeah, Dumbledore yeah. is like, that's so just assumed in, to be So in my scenario, I'm assuming that there is some other place he can stay, which is safe enough. And every now and then when he needs that little bit of extra safety, such as when Sirius Black, notorious bad guy, is after him, or when Voldemort's come back, he would stay with Petunia and get that extra protection from her. Okay, fine. Because yes, Voldemort isn't an inherent threat. I'm saying he could have most part of they could have used the Dursleys' home as like a safe house, which is how they should have been using it, but they weren't during the books. Except no, because I just said like it wouldn't work unless he was permanently living in that house. So I assume that if he didn't permanently live okay. in that house, well maybe that doesn't the charm work. Have no effect. Anyway, second alternative arrangement: uh, the Fidelius charm. It did. The oh, only reason it didn't work so is well because the they were time. betrayed. <laughs> if you put Harry with people you trust and don't get betrayed, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. They were betrayed. Well, oh, well, you know what's so great about betrayal is that you don't predict it. That's the essence of betrayal. <laughs> but how do you know that Vernon <laughs> Dursley doesn't that decide to just fuck over this eight-year-old and kick him out of the house? That could have happened easily. He's being surveilled to some extent. I mean, Mrs. Mrs. Fig was there. She was she was keeping an eye on things. Like she obviously knew that Harry was being abused, but she's like, "Look, he's still in the house, and that's the priority I've been given." That that's what Dumbledore said. Make sure he's still in the house. <laughs> she would deliberately treat him badly because she knew that if he enjoyed himself when he came to see her, the Dursleys wouldn't let him go there. Oh, right. <laughs> but is that so terrible? I mean, if she knows that he can't. Okay, think about it. She knows that he can't get out of this situation and that coming to her is probably the only respite that he has from being at the Dursleys. So she knows that she can't get rid of that and she has to also keep an eye on Harry. So if he were to be treated too good and the Dursleys cut that off, <laughs> then Harry never has a fucking break in his life. So, okay, she's got to be a bit strict basically. with it. Not strict, just like boring. Oh, and boring is much better than abusive. I don't doubt yeah. her logic. I'm sure she can justify it however she fucking wants. I'm just saying, it's a horrible thing to do. I mean, it's not like she actively tried to make his time bad. I think she just yeah. didn't try to make it exceptional. <laughs> she could have, yeah, sure, brought like a racetrack for him to go around on and stuff. But no, she's like, well, I can't do that because then he'll never come back. I just shot because my cat's I feel like you could let cake. Harry in on the secret. Like, you could be like, hey, Harry, it's not a the Dursleys are shit. So tell them that you had a bad time. Lie. Feed him cake and oh, play maybe. video games with him. But and then be like, such a good tell liar. him we looked at photos of my cats. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, she could have. Is Harry such a good liar? Would he have oh, been in the pool office? Not. I mean, if you think about abuse victims, if Harry had been sort of neglected and stuff as a very young child, I mean, sure, that's all he's ever known. 
And so he'd still feel indebted to his aunt and uncle, especially as a very young child, and probably still tell them all the things that happened to him mm. at, Aunt, at Mrs. Figg's, especially if it was out of the norm. If he went to Mrs. Figg's and actually had a decent time and was treated with respect, he'd be like, this is wrong. I feel wrong. I feel uncomfortable because like, it's nothing like he's ever known before. And so he'd probably feel compelled to tell Petunia or mention it somehow. Look, I did not want to argue for this I'm position. I struggling so much. I just, my entire <laughs> argument the, is this is an awful, cruel thing to do to Harry and we shouldn't. And you've got this weird way where you start talking and I'm like, yeah, she's got a point. No, you don't. <laughs> Your points are dumb. Shut up. So I don't even care about Mrs. Fig. <laughs> we got sidetracked. I don't it's care I if did she's a, lot a good of person or a bad person. It doesn't matter. The point is, Harry okay. would have been safe episode. enough if he'd been somewhere under the Fidelius charm. Because we see him safe under that charm in the fifth book when he stays with the Order of the Phoenix, and in the sixth book when he stays with the Weasleys, and in the seventh book when he stays with the Weasleys. So why the fuck isn't it good enough for the rest of his life right. if it's good enough in those instances? Maybe it's just like the Fidelius charm isn't a long-term safe bet. And, you know, because also the Fidelius charm can be manipulated and broken just like it was for the Potters, and Dumbledore knows that Voldemort underestimates the power of ancient magic, of pure magic, like the Love Shield. Whereas Voldemort would not underestimate a Fidelius charm okay. and might be able to predict that Fine. and crack it. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> All right. Alternative arrangements. The third and final one. Hogwarts. Safest place except for Gringotts. Why can't Harry stay there? Voldemort never takes over Hogwarts. Yeah, that is the obvious loophole to all of my arguments. The fact that Harry spends 50% of his time at Hogwarts and 50% yeah. at Private Drive. So why if not make it 100% of his time at Hogwarts? The thing is, <laughs> if Voldemort takes over Hogwarts or if some Death Eater sneaks into Hogwarts, whatever, like at that point, protecting Harry, it's not even your first priority because Voldemort's taken over the fucking world. You've got other problems. Yeah, okay. Harry wasn't. Yeah, we'll we'll as, do an episode on the safe. safe how either. safe is Hogwarts like, really? You know they say. But for now, <laughs> let's assume that it is safe because that's what we're told in the books. <laughs> and sure, I mean, while Harry's there, he doesn't die. Several he times. comes close. Several and times, that's, I guess, the but goal. he doesn't die. <laughs> but maybe Harry wouldn't have been so eager, like an eager beaver about Hogwarts, as he would have been. Because mm -hmm. obviously, compared to the Dursleys, Hogwarts was his home. But again, he's grown up in the wizarding world, it so it's not matter. all extraordinary. Harry's it's, it's feelings normal. towards magic is not more important than his health <laughs> and safety. Oh, but then he wouldn't love Hogwarts as much. It wouldn't be special. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> all I can do with this oh, argument, God. Rhea, is grasp at straws. Okay. Other guardians for Harry. The first, and I think most obvious, but also That's most flawed, me. Sirius and or Lupin. Sirius is his actual godfather, but he's yeah, in prison. Yeah. Lupin. Why can't Lupin rape Harry? Think about it. Lupin is a very sick man. Remember when um, Tonks was married to Lupin? Around the week of the mm -hmm. full moon, he gets all antsy and snappy. So, oh, wow. You know, imagine so growing up around that. Like, imagine if Lupin might one week out of four, the person who loves you more than anything in the world is a bit snappy. <laughs> That would just be awful. We couldn't possibly put Harry Potter okay. through that. Let me just finish here. Okay. Also consider the fact that Lupin wouldn't accept that. He wouldn't accept Harry. I, I, he wouldn't be like, oh, no, I could take care of Harry because he doesn't trust himself to take care of himself. 
he thinks that he's a cursed person yeah. and just breaks everything he touches. It's a similar thing to Dumbledore. He wouldn't be like, I can raise I this child. That- He'd be like, I'm too damaged and sick. I could, I could possibly turn this like, child into a werewolf. Obviously, if I was Lupin mistaken would, at some Harry point. would be mm. under the care of a babysitter or whatever, while Lupin is actually literally a wolf. But I think that the love that he feels for James and Lily, and the debt that he owes James, or his the perceived de- debt that he owes James for James's friendship, would be enough that he's like, look, maybe this isn't the best situation, but my friends have died and or turned out to be traitors. So I'm the only one left to care for this child, and I have to do it. I think that he would. He would be like, this isn't the best way, but it's the only way, and I'm going to raise Harry Potter for James again. And maybe it's not an ideal situation. Maybe he has to live in a house with a Fidelius charm. Maybe it makes his werewolf transformations more awkward, but also maybe it's easier for him to get a job when he's known as the guardian of the boy who lived. I-, I was just about to say maybe it's hard of him to get a job because one he has to live in secret, like and when you're writing down on, on your like yeah, agreement to employment, it's like oh where do you live? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> so there's that factor, but then there's also like mm-hmm. the fact that he has to take care of a child, so he's a stay at home dad. So it'd be hard, like unless he's working from home. Probably. I don't know if there's like a wizard job from home. Online teacher. <laughs> well, online teaching. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like he could have. We're getting a bit into fan fiction. How could Lupin have raised Harry? But like, um, care of magical creatures teacher at Hogwarts leaps out to me as a job he'd be really good at. <laughs> and just having all a whole lesson on like, here's how you take care of werewolves. <laughs> I like to be in a nice house. And here's with how you take care book. of my son, who's with me all the time. <laughs> Dad, oh, oh my god. Now we're just getting into here's my fantasy life for Harry and Lupin. <laughs> You're embarrassing. Uh, Minerva McGonagall. Okay, yeah. Keep going I've with read, other options. I know. I've read a very good Tumblr post, Incredible. and I, I'm very sorry, but I can't remember who wrote it originally, which basically said something along the lines of Dumbledore and McGonagall in the very first chapter are uh, talking about where Harry's going to live, and Dumbledore says, can't live with a regular wizarding family because the fame will go into his head. And McGonagall says, all right, I'll raise him then. And I think that may be a little bit out of character for her Mm. in terms of just because she's a woman doesn't make her a mother and she never had any kids and there's no real reason to assume that she would want to raise one. If she were put Mm. in the sort of position of James and Lily have died, I may not be as close with them as Lupin or Sirius, of course, but we were all members of the Order of the Phoenix together. I had a soft spot for them as head boy yeah. and girl who were both from Gryffindor House. I can see how she would feel a sense of responsibility and would be like, I will take this task yeah. of raising the boy who lived in a way that keeps him safe and keeps him a good man. So I feel like that solves all the problems. If Harry had been raised no, by Neville yeah, McGonagall, he would have damn well become a good wizard ready to face Voldemort and able to, and he would have been safe. Don't, I will fucking fight anyone who says that Minerva McGonagall couldn't have kept Harry safe. Oh, I'm going to leap through this Skype connection and punch him in the face. It's just simple. It's simple as the only one who had enough power to face Voldemort was Dumbledore. charm on McGonagall's house. Most of the time they live at Hogwarts and sometimes they live there. Is that so much less safe Mm -hmm. than the Dursley's house that it justifies Harry having to live there. I mean, 
you can't ask me if any of my arguments justify themselves because I don't believe in my arguments. But it is mm. lo- like it is literally just less safe because of that charm yes. is not in place. It comes down to Harry in his very veins. Harry is one hundred percent safe with the Dursleys, but ninety percent safe somewhere else. Where should we put him? Somewhere else, for fuck's sake! Somewhere else, anywhere else. Yeah, of course, I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> the Dursleys are trash upbringings for Harry. Harry did not deserve that. Mm-hmm. Harry was a survivor of abuse. Next Guardian, the Weasley family. When yep, I originally be. read the series, and the Weasley family are always like, Harry, come and stay with us during the holidays, blah, blah, blah. And Harry sort of wishes, like, oh, if only I could just live with them all the time. I'm always like, well, that's not really realistic. Like, just because your son makes mm. friends with another kid who's in a bit of a bad situation doesn't mean that you have an obligation to take that kid and adopt them and raise them. It's not fair to ask Molly and Arthur to take on another kid. No. I don't doubt that they would, though. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Mo- Molly says in the in books the movie, that like, she's she good argues as with Dumbledore, like, and Dumbledore's like, no, I've got to go back to the Dursleys, and she's like, no, let him come to me. <laughs> But the idea that Harry, assuming if we went from before he and Ron met each other, so when Harry was a baby, the idea that Harry would be randomly placed with the Weasley family seems insane. Except when you get to book five and you find out about the Order of the Phoenix and you find out that Molly and Arthur not only had met James and Lily, but were Mm. in a secret resistance group with them. They knew each other. It feels insane that they should die and yeah. their son should be yeah. orphaned. And Molly, being the woman that she is, would be like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck what happens to that baby. No, of course she would want to raise Harry. Of course Molly and Arthur yeah. would be honoured <laughs> to have the chance to raise the boy who lived. Exactly. You're, mm-hmm. you're proving into my argument here. They'd be honoured. Harry would be a blessing. And so then when Ginny comes along, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Like, it's not a huge big deal because they've already got yeah. the boy who lived. See, I feel like, like that sh- boy who lived, that is such a big deal for everyone who just meets Harry on the street. Partially because Harry's been gone for a decade. He just vanished off the face of the earth for a decade and nobody saw him. And partially because those are strangers. If I met, um, uh, who's a really big celebrity? If I met Daniel Radcliffe and I was like, oh my God, it's Harry Potter. That would be a normal reaction. If Daniel Radcliffe and I knew each other in school, or he was raised in our house, I would not see him every time and be like, oh my god, it's Harry Potter, what an Anya. I would be like, fucking Dan, what an asshole who lives in our house. Oh, is that better? I'm saying, like, saying that we'd abuse you're Dan. Saying, like, Ron's going to have a bit of a complex when it comes to Harry, same as he does in the books, but worse, blah, blah, blah. I feel like, no, I feel like the honour yeah. and the joy of raising the boy who lived is going to be very quickly balanced out by just the realism of having Harry the actual human person in your house. Okay, but also consider, we wouldn't have Alba Severus is a good oh, thing, yeah. because I doubt Harry would bang his sister. Oh, that's, I don't grew, care about that. If he grown up with Ginny, he would have really seen her as a I sister. I don't care about Harry ending up with Ginny. That's, I'm not so married to that <laughs> idea that I would argue against Harry being raised by the Weasleys. Yeah, I would I would assume in this I mean, yeah, alternate I'm universe I'm creating that Harry wouldn't thing. marry Ginny. That sort of I didn't specify, but that goes that saying. All the other Weasley boys, yes, they would be like, oh Harry's the boy who lived and everyone thinks he's really special, but to them he's just their brother. And they would treat him as such. Mm. He would be treated normally. By yeah. the same sort of note, any other member of the Order of the Phoenix any other people who knew James and Lily, anyone, any member of the Jesus. Order of the Phoenix, any friend, 
that James and Lily had at school would have been more qualified and a better choice to raise Harry. And by the same notion, any other wizarding family, anyone, anyone who volunteered and did not have clear ties to Voldemort, I'm not saying he should be raised by the Malfoys or whatever, <laughs> any normal average wizarding family who are like, I was say, yes, um, that is so Dumbledore, like... <laughs> who's in charge of this boy for some reason, I promise you that we will raise him right, we won't let the fame get to his head, and we'll do everything in our power to protect him. That's a better choice than the Dursleys. The Dursleys are the worst possible option. He needs to be with a family that's or a mm. person that's powerful enough to ward off at least Death Eaters, because no one can uh, ward off Voldemort. McGonagall like, or a Molly. So he needs Molly's to be with strong enough. I don't know about that. Also, <laughs> McGonagall's the best jeweler. Yeah, those are the best options. But yeah, I just Molly's any options. Well. Any, anything is better for Harry than okay. the Dursleys. If we've made our I points, mean, it's clear both of our positions on this argument are very clear. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap up this episode. I don't have anything I'm else to offer that. unless you do. No, I <laughs> closed my book a long time ago because I just made my full points and was like, oh, "That's all I got." No reason that anyone could give is ever good enough to knowingly place a child in an abusive home. There's nothing that justifies that, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The end. I win. Harry shouldn't have been, Harry did not have to be raised by the Dursleys. Of course I agree. You'll hear from us soon. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Podcast 9 and 3 Quarters. This show is written and edited by Ria and Jem. You can send us an email at 9and3quarterspodcast at gmail.com or talk to us separately, me on our Tumblr page, podcast9andthreequarters.tumblr.com, and Rhea on her blog, prosetintedglasses.com. Please feel free to send us theories or ask us questions and bombard us with so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. This week's intro music was The Arrival of Baby Harry by John Williams, and our outro music was Hedwig's Theme by John Williams. You hear from us again in two weeks' time. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.